here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Robin McCarron. He is sounding off, drunk, in the middle of the road, in a snowstorm, wherever he is. Jeff Hawkins. They give him a big middle finger! <laughs> You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. I honestly would have rather gotten a DUI tonight. Wow. Payback is a bitch, and the bitch is back. Stephen King, end of watch. And now a sermon by the Reverend Dr. Jeff Hawkins, Esquire. Brothers and sisters, Jeff woke up this morning. Jeff had just sat through a meandering smackdown that eschewed good build for slipshod, beat-the-clock matches, and yet another angle that puts the entire women's division against one another. And Jeff was sad. Then... Jeff watched Raw, where Kalisto banana peeled his way to a stupid dumpster match win, and they made Bailey a virgin nerd and brought back stupid talk shows and prop comic Dean Ambrose. And Jeff was sad. And then Jeff watched Talking Smack, with an out-of-his-depth JBL and a 205 where the only bright spot was anti-205 Drew Gulak and a table for three where HBK rambled on like Boomhauer from King of the Hill. And Jeff was sad. And sad Jeff was worried. The children, they need me. They can't have sad, Jeff. They can't have Rob McCarron and his stupid drifter and Tino Sabatelli fanboy troll gimmick. No. Jeff owes it to the children to find some light in the darkness and needlessly talk about himself in the third person. And lo, NXT was brought to Jeff, and Jeff became a happy Jeff. NXT high school skits paid off with the two foreign exchange students, Drew McIntyre and Andrade, seeing almost fighting in a good short match. A nice squash by Alistair Black that continued his build. Crazy Nikki Cross being a crazy badass with Ruby Riot without needing to explain herself with stupid exposition. A personality profile that did more for Roderick Strong than seven months of matches. And Jack Gallagher getting his groove back in a good match against Tyler Bate that showed why 205 Sports Entertainment Jack isn't as good as Cruiserweight Classic Jack. All was right in the NXT world. A world where pro wrestling is still done well. And now Happy Jeff can circle back to the go-home for Payback, which blew goats. Your host, as always, Rob McCarron. Payback is this weekend. Yes. What? Are we doing a live show? uh, What is this Payback (laughs) show? Is this this the show headlined by Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt for (laughs) no longer the WWE title? In a House of Horror matches, which, which has no... Stated stipulations? No, it's not the main event match because that's going to be Bailey and Alexa. Uh, do you actually think so? I think it's possible. Yeah, I think it's Owens and Jericho is the main event. Okay. But uh, okay. Alexa, yeah, I don't, I don't know if the momentum is there with Alexa Bliss, uh, Bliss and Bailey, but the momentum certainly isn't there with Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt either. It's, it's very well, strange. This show has no mo. It's very no, uh, yeah. no momentum. Momentum is wearing a. Mm-hmm. 
a vintage WCW jersey or something. It's not wearing any any WWF or WWE merchandise right now. It's a very strange <laughs> show. I mean, you have, first of all, this Randy Orton Bray Wyatt match isn't for the title, apparently. No, because Jinder Mahal stole it. Yeah, because Jinder Mahal stole it. So sorry, Bray. Now, sorry, Bray. Now, yeah, sorry, Bray. It's no longer a title match for you. Yeah, because because now Jinder can rent stretch limos all of a sudden, and he has more money than us, which which is a shocking development in character to me. But nevertheless, it's character development, so I'll take it. If I'm Gallows and Anderson, I'm like, maybe we should steal the Hardys titles. Apparently, you can't yeah. defend them. Possession is now nine-tenths of the law. We become the de facto number one contenders. Sure. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, so payback is Sunday. We are not doing a live show. Okay. Um, we are going to do a show, but it will not be live streamed because the last time I tried to live stream, it was a disaster. Okay. And I don't, uh, I don't have the, uh, the strength for it, but we will, uh, we will have a show for payback. In some form or fashion, it may just be an hour of us talking about Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, for all I know. <laughs> oh, jeez. No. House of Horrors. Do you think this House of Horrors match is this? Is just them, like, in the living room listening to a drifter set? <laughs> in a house with popcorn ceilings, leaky pipes, bad HOA? Sure. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with this drifter. It reminds me a lot about Goldust in the late 90s when he was... Uh, you know, he was turning good and he had the signs like he is coming. Yeah. It reminds me of that. I mean, we're not going to get the same payoff. I mean, I assume we're not that drifter becomes gold dust. That that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. But hey, you never know. What is the drifter going to do? Is he just going to be the James Ellsworth of Raw where he just is kind of there? That'd be fun. So we got we got payback. Uh, this is Shake Them Ropes episode 206. Rob McCarran, Jeff Hawkins. Uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And if you would be so kind, leave a rating and review on iTunes. Even if you don't listen to the show through iTunes, leave a rating and review. That is bit.ly slash itunes, the website, or just search iTunes for Shake Them Ropes. Uh, payback. Uh, back and forth on some topics. We'll see what uh, what Jeff Hawkins thought of this week in WWE. Uh, we have... <laughs> We have, Can I not say it clearly? Well, you, I mean, you got the you got the Cliff Notes uh, version. I mean, you got the basics, but I want to know why. Uh, and yes, the Roderick Strong feature on NXT was needed because this is a guy who needed that type of feature. Apollo oh, Crews yeah. was a guy who needed that type of feature, and he got it. It was great, but there was follow-up uh, completely lacking. Uh, so what happens next with Roderick Strong? But this is a guy, yeah, people needed to know what Roderick Strong was about. Let's hit on this a little bit. I mean, this there was no... Hit on it. Hit on it hard. <laughs> I mean, there was no, uh, how, how can I put this gently? Sports entertaining it up necessarily for for Roddy Strong on this. This was straight ahead, mostly truth. Really, it, I, I found out more about Roderick Strong than I ever found out about him in any company that I know of on here. I didn't know the story about his parents. That, that was fascinating to me. I, You know what? I care more about Roddy Strong now than just about any other guy on the roster, to be honest with you, with this kind of profile. I tell you what I they didn't expect. I didn't expect them to talk about how his mom shot her dad uh, or yeah. his dad. And then all of a sudden, two minutes later, there's the mom. There she is. <laughs> I did not expect that one, but we got it. No dad, though. I don't know. All, did I, can I... Think of is the, all I can think of is the quote 
I forgive her. Don't want to stay married to her. Yeah. I forgive but her. I forgive her. I mean, that's a smart, that's a smart guy. I mean, she shot you. Uh, hopefully it was a wake up call for him. Uh, you know, Man, that was hey, so good. I mean, and, and this, yeah, that's the Apollo Cruz uh, conundrum. Cause Apollo Cruz's feature was so good. Yes. It was so awesome. And now he's taking selfies with Titus O'Neil, giving like pain oh, looks. Well, hey, I'm not going to lie. I mean, at least they're doing something with him. That's just not a Callisto match or not a Dolph oh, Ziggler I, match. I, I refuse to let him off the hook that easy. At least Dude. they're doing something with Dude, him. Dude, this Titus, this Titus brand gimmick with Apollo Crews, it has legs. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. This is, uh, this is money in the bank main event kind of stuff. Mm. Here's your take. I I want to see where it goes. I I could use less of Apollo Crews. Like, why is this guy doing this? I'm so confused. What's happening here? Yeah. Just understand what's happening here. You don't have to like it, or maybe you do like it. Just start winning matches. Titus gets you maybe a U.S. title shot at some point. Maybe he gets you a little tag team title shot with somebody. I don't know. Uh, but what the last year of your career, Apollo Crews has not been working. So no. Let Titus take over. What's the worst that's going to happen? You get traded back to SmackDown. Yeah, that's. So, I mean. What's the worst that can happen? Uh, well, so, well, hold on here. What? I mean, what? there's a lot. Opening matches on uh, main event. Oh, oh, they could they could saddle him with some terrible gimmick, and and I mean, they can make it worse for him. Trust me. Uh, I will never trust you about <laughs> Apollo Cruz's career. Ever. Ever. Um, Dana Brooke and Emma, is it going to be on payback or not? It'll be on the pre-show. I'm genuinely asking because I may not watch the show if Dana Brooke and Emma is not on it. Are you are you trolling me? Or are you being serious here? Well, I mean, somewhat seriously, you have eight <laughs> matches so far for payback, seven being on the main show. You have a kickoff match of Enzo and Big Cass versus Gallows and Anderson. You had Alicia Fox and Dana Brooke with Dana Brooke getting the win. You're building to an Emma match with Dana Brooke. Is this going to be something that happens after payback on Raw, where it's just a program on Raw, or are they going to wrestle on the pay-per-view? I want to know. I want to know, is Dana Brooke and Emma going to be on the show? Because otherwise, you have one women's match on the show, and that's Bailey and Alexa Bliss. I'm thinking there'll be a tag match, and Dana's going to turn and join Emma. That's what it seemed like was going to happen after that whole Raw. Is thing. it? Is it? That's, uh, that's I interesting. I hope so, because I think Dana may kill Emma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one thing you do. Um, when guys <laughs> come back from head injuries or neck injuries or back injuries... What Put him in with put him in with the person who doesn't hit the moves very clean. Well, if you're if you're a guy, you're getting into a ladder match. You just know that's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You come back from yeah. a back injury, you're going into a ladder match your first night in. Um, mm-hmm. If you are a female, you're going in with Dana Brooke. You're going in with Dana Brooke. You're going in with God Dana lover, Brooke. She tries. She tries so hard. I I can't I, I I can't be this mean and not give a give a not bail on it because it's bad that she is no longer in NXT because she ain't working that much. I mean, she's not right. really getting better right now. Yeah. She the, 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 the improvement scale isn't there when you're on the road like this because you're not practicing matches, so to speak. You're not doing, I mean, even the drills, which I don't know if drilling is the best way to go about it. I think you need to actually work matches and work long matches and learn and learn and learn and keep learning. But that's not what they do. They just, I mean, it's not their strength. Let's put it that way. No, that is uh, absolutely true. Oh, this payback show. Uh, don't forget, later on in the show, we have the results of polls. There are multiple really? polls 
at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. Go follow at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. Follow Jeff at Crap Game 13. Why not? Just do it. You were ranting about something today. Was it today mm. or the other day? You were ranting about something. What were you ranting about? <laughs> I was ranting a lot today. You were. But I, I, was ups- I, I was genuinely upset. I never understood what it was about, though. Like, I maybe I missed a bunch of tweets in between. Everything, but... was, everything was terrible to me. I was just watching everything today, and it was just all bad. And I, and then NXT came up, and I got happy again. And I've been, oh, and plus, you know, my birthday's Saturday. <gasps> happy and, birthday. And I, no, no, no. And I no. hate my oh. job. Oh. So oh. <laughs> that's oh. what okay. I was ranting about. You, uh, you no, hate your job. That's bad. Oh. Well, no, and and you know, I was just I was just being I was in a mood. Let's oh. put it that way. Sometimes I get that way. I, I, oh, I was, uh, yeah, and I was wondering, you know, where I could find wrestling. That I was questioning my fandom. Yeah, I was. That's how bad this week has been for wrestling. Do for you uh, do you have an announcement today about your departure from the show? I could if you'd like. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I, I have made a, a, an executive decision for next week's show. Oh, really? What is that? I have never actually watched Bret Hart wrestling with shadows. Really? Should really? We, so should I'm we do a theme that. show tomorrow or next week? I'm going. I'm going to watch that for next week and 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 oh. give a a book report of sorts. Uh, having never watched it, it it's. I know people might think that's weird because I'm a completionist, but it just never really appealed to me to watch it. To be honest with you, how are you going to watch it? Um, Where I is have it? a copy of it. Okay. I have a copy on DVD. It's probably on like, uh, you think it's on YouTube or something like that right now? It might be. It might be. I know some other places you could get it if you'd like. <laughs> the dark web. Mm, some, some might call it that. Yes. Mm. Maybe I should watch it too. Maybe I should watch it. And we, okay. uh, we discuss rest. Next week will be wrestling with shadows week. The 20, almost 20 years. It's coming yeah, up. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know we haven't perused anything on the network. Quite frankly, this week I'm thinking they're going, man. I'm not going to have anything to talk about. This is just is this, this is how we're well, going to go for the rest of the year. I mean, here's the thing: if we do a post payback show, we're going to already have talked about payback. Right. Uh, the next pay per view isn't until like the end of May, May 21st or whatever it is. So we still got like three or four weeks until that. Um. Yeah, I mean, maybe next week we should. We we will watch Wrestling with Shadows, the Bret Hart okay. story, and uh, and we will talk about it next week on this very show. Oh my God, is this the first time we've ever prepared for a show? I prepare every week. I don't know what you do. Hmm. You prepare. <laughs> I do. I still got to watch Raw and SmackDown. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, I've that Roderick. Every, I've literally, I've literally watched everything this week. I've watched. I mean, talking smack let me down, and usually I can find something good within that, but JBL just is out of his depth. His sense of humor and the way that he questions guys just doesn't lend to a positive watching experience, in my opinion. No, I wouldn't want to watch JBL. Also, what was with the slick back hair? I, I don't judge man's looks like that. He's getting a little uh, a little Wall Street. Too Wall Street. I mean, he is Wall Street, but... As a man with no hair, yeah. I will not judge a man how he carries his hair. What's it like to not have any hair, Jeff? Oh, I hate it. I Because I keep thinking I'm better looking than I am. <laughs> what is the... Uh, what ha- So you're better looking than you think you are. No, um, I'm not. Or the opposite. Hair. You if think I you're better looking. Glorious, yes. glorious hair. I'd be much better looking. What would you say is the number one thing that brings you back to Earth usually? 
knowing that at my age I'm still reviewing fake sports like <laughs> is that is that what it is do you get onto this call every Tuesday or Wednesday night and you're just like oh I'm here again what have I done with my life no <laughs> no I'm I'm you know I'm, there's that so many a- things that <laughs> There's so many things that bring me down to earth, Rob. You don't need to, we don't need to start oh, on this. Jeff Hawkins, you're I'm sitting at my office at like four 30 in the morning. Oh, going, Why man. Am I pursuing a career in show business while working like a terrible shift at a law firm and <laughs> with, with no upward mobility. Oh, Rob, th- th- this, this could turn into a therapy session within seconds. You need to get this show back on track. Jeff, there is upside. Upside.com. Are you looking for a better way to book business travel? Upside.com is the place for you. If you're not a business traveler, you know someone who is, and you need to tell them about Upside. Here's why we love it. Upside bundles your flights and hotels together for one low price. Bundled pricing saves money, especially in business travel. You can save thousands per year on travel with Upside.com plus You still get to keep all of your airline miles. Not only that, but Upside is offering an Amazon gift card right now just for trying the service. That's right. Save on travel through Upside and earn an Amazon gift card every single time right now with your special promo code of BizTrip. That's a Shake Them Ropes exclusive promo code B-I-Z-T-R-I-P. You are guaranteed right now a $200 Amazon gift card with your first trip. Use promo code BizTrip at Upside.com. Just go to Upside.com, use the promo code BizTrip, and get $200 in Amazon gift cards free. Save big on travel, get a big gift card every trip. It's really that easy. You'll love Upside.com. That's Upside.com. Minimum purchase required. See site for details. Upside.com. There is uh, there is plenty of upside for you, Jeff. There is. It's it's going to be okay. It, it will be all right. But anyway, um, oh, yeah. I just I was watching your Twitter and just a whole bunch of ranting and other people were ranting and then ESPN is laying off a bunch of people, so everyone's ranting about that. And yeah, good, good. Coachman survived. Can't oh that. no, the news people. News people survive. I mean, the news people are the ones who died. It's all the entertainment people that they love. So, I mean, that's they they uh they released uh, quite a few sports center anchors on this uh, on this wave. Just uh, not Jonathan. Co- the the problem is though, Jonathan Coachman's contract comes up in August of this year. So maybe they're just riding him out. Uh, so that that could always be it. I don't know. He's a utility player. He can do more than one thing. I, Everybody's I a utility uh, player. Every I, Ryan Rosillo and Carl Ravage almost got he, cut. He, he fits certain demographics that they're not going to fire, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you make of this uh, Cody Rhodes, former WWE star? You remember him? Yes. Cody Rhodes' uh, report came out, a very unreliable report, that he had signed with Ring of Honor. Now the rumors out there that he's going to be a regular in Ring of Honor, but he hasn't. Uh, he he came out today and said he hasn't signed yet. Where would you like to see Cody Rhodes, or does it even matter at this point? Doesn't matter to me because he'll be he'll still probably be able to negotiate a deal where he can work other super indies if he wants. I, I think his work in Ring of Honor has been fantastic. I loved that Jay Lethal cowbell match from uh, from uh, WrestleMania weekend, and I think I think you know he's he's built up enough of he's no longer really doing a, I mean he's he still does his WWE style but it's a little bit uh it's a little bit better now it's not as slick 
as I'd like to call it. You right, well, know, he, he, he has wrestling cre- credibility. Here's now the thing me. about Cody Rhodes, right? Cause he, he's going out there trying to build indie cred. Maybe that's not even his goal. Like that's, that's one of the goals that he stated that he wants to build indie cred, that he wants to go out there and show what he can do in the ring. And he's not just a WWE product. Do you think he's doing that? Like, cause I kind yes. of feel right now that Cody Rhodes is on the edge where people are just now realizing, okay, maybe he's not that bad. And maybe we kind of might like him. But people aren't yeah. calling for him. People aren't like, oh, I'm thankful Cody Rhodes is on this show. I think he's building a character. I I, I do. I think he I think he's building a nice little resume here. I, I mean, and I think ultimately, you know, he may want to work Ring of Honor stateside. I still think he's going to he, he really wants to be in the G1. I think he wants to do a G1. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah, I think he wants to do New Japan. You think and, he's earned uh, that spot? You think he'll be in the G1? I think so. I think it's a possibility. I mean, but there's already so many gaijins that they they'll probably put in there anyways. Um, I I just I think that that would be for him that would be a nice little uh, nice little achievement to uh, to get the wrestling fan the the hardcore fans the those of us who are you know the uh, you know the the board goers and the podcast listeners on his side. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's talk about this WWE Payback show. It's happening let's Sunday. Do it. yeah. The kickoff match is Enzo and Big Cass against Gallows and Anderson. Uh, what you would think would be like a number one contendership to the tag titles type of situation here, but you never know. I mean, for all we know on Raw the next night, whoever wins the tag titles will defend it in a four-way against all these teams. Uh, Enzo, Big Cass, Gallows and Anderson... Every all the time on Raw, it seems like WWE is trying to get Enzo out of there. I mean, they took him out of Raw this time uh, this week and replaced him with Finn Balor just to give Finn something to do because Finn isn't on this pay-per-view. He's doing a kickoff segment uh, with The Miz, of all people. So we got Enzo and Big Cass, Gallows and Anderson. Any possible way that Enzo and Big Cass get the win? I think they do get the win, but I think it's Big Cass that gets the pin. Well, Jeff, here's where you're wrong. <laughs> Enzo will get the pin. Okay. Because he's the one who lands on the dude after the rocket launcher. So by I will go logistically speaking. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that the rocket launcher is the fake pin. Ooh. Where it get where where it get where where he gets pulled out at two or something, and then eventually Cass hits like a big boot and then that, what is it? The, the, the elbow that he does. The elbow that he does. I believe that is the actual name of the finisher. Yes. Big cast. I'm going to go on (laughs) WWE.com. Let's see. Height, height, seven foot one weight, 380 finisher. That elbow that he does. Oh my gosh. Look at that. Okay. Okay. Look, I've already screwed up the name of the UFC theme song today. The UFC theme song. Yeah. I did a poll on my own. You were What? You were mm-hmm. doing independent polls? Yes. I can't let this stand. I know. I'm the poll guy. I have to be reprimanded at the at the next Voices of Wrestling quarterly meeting. What I need you to do is get the results of that poll. We're adding it to the poll segment. I mean, I'm okay. this, I'm offended, first of all. But I will Good. let this happen. I will let you be involved in the poll segment. So you make sure you have that ready for when we're ready to res- reveal the results of okay. the polls. If you do not have them ready, I'll be very upset, and I will throw you off of the show for a period of at least four days. <laughs> very, very big punishment. Very big. Pu- oh, I, 
So JBL is hosting Talking Smack, right? I mean, you know, you watched it. He you is, watched he everything now, this he week. He is now the new co-host, uh, as it was announced, the what new I, co-host of Talking Which Smack. is one ridiculous. I mean, I realize Daniel Bryan's gone for a while. I realize that, okay? But JBL was not the guy to replace him. Now, here's the thing. So last week, and for the last several weeks, Mara Ranallo, the uh, big issues, wondering, like, was JBL involved with Mara Ranallo having episodes that kept him out of WWE or just wanted him to, you know take away his his presence from WWE. Uh, so we have JBL taking the, the spot on Talking Smack. And now there's people out there wondering, like, how could JBL be getting this negative press and then get more TV time? Jeff, do you see this as JBL getting more TV time? Or could this, in fact, be a punishment for him having to host Talking Smack? I never thought of it as a punishment. Uh... I just thought of having someone reliable to bring out now that Daniel Bryan's going on paternity leave. But I also thought maybe in part that this other shoe that's been hinted at might be Daniel Bryan being angry at management over the treatment of Morrow. I thought that might be a possibility and it just coincides with, oh, lucky for Daniel Bryan, he can leave and go hang with his new baby. I, I I legit thought that at first. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I would go with that angle. I don't I know if Daniel Bryan would. I won't, go, I won't yeah. go that far to say that that I, that I have a lot of faith in that theory. I just said it crossed my mind. Because let's be real, um, he's mad enough at his own treatment from WWE, yet he's still there. Yeah, no. The, the thing is, when Daniel Bryan kind of trolls the people on Talking Smack, it's in that kind of cheeky, playful way, where he's just kind of needling them. Unless JBL it's the Miz. A, Unless it's JBL, the Miz. Yeah, JBL has a far more caustic sense of humor. Yeah. And a far more sense of, in terms of being confrontational with the guy. Well, well, that just sounds ridiculous. That sounds stupid. You know, that kind of thing where, where it's almost like denying what, if this were an improv scene, which it basically is. He's basically kind of denying the guys trying to give information out there. And he's, and he's kind of throwing roadblocks up there that they have to walk around and, 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 and get through. Cause I mean, as much as I love Brizongo and they were styming both of them, that that uh, that segment was only saved by the fact that they just kept going without really caring about what JBL had to say. Here's my case for JBL as a punishment hosting Talking Smack, because JBL would be done with SmackDown at 10 o'clock Eastern. The show goes mm-hmm. off the air. He doesn't have to announce 205 Live. He doesn't have to stay for any post show. He gets dressed. If he changes clothes at all, probably doesn't. You know, goes back to the hotel, goes back to wherever he's going, and then he flies out. Wednesday morning, going back home. Okay, his day is done. He just has to broadcast those two hours and go home. Well, now, not only does he have to stay in the building all the way through until like 1130 Eastern, but he has extra work on his plate. Now, this is probably not a guy that hates work. So he's not thinking, oh man, extra half hour, oh boy. But I got to believe that this is a guy who wasn't expecting to have to stay in the arena an extra two hours every night. Well, let me counterpoint that. Number one, I don't think JBL is flying commercial because he has uh, he has buku money. Well, I never said can... he was flying commercial. I'm just saying. Well, he... you said well, you said he, he'd fly out in the morning. I, I say he has a private jet that that takes him immediately after when oh, he gets there. Well, okay. Well, that would even here's, go. Here's that would be a stronger point on my own. If he had a fl- private jet that was leaving at ten thirty, and now he has to wait until midnight. Well, no, well, if if it's a morning flight, you want to get out there. You want to be tired. I mean, it, the the charter, the charter helps. But let me let me posit another um, thought to you. He doesn't have to wait necessarily because Talking Smack is still taped live after 
SmackDown while 205 Live is going on. All right, well, still, extra half hour. Okay. Extra 45 minutes, whatever the case may be. It's uh, it's extra time. I think he's. Uh, I don't think he's getting a pay increase for having to host the show. Uh, so, if they so, were going to punish him, that's the kind of low-key punishment that you would do that people don't realize is actually a punishment. We're not going to suspend you. We're going to make right. you work more for the same amount of money. While we're, while we're on SmackDown, before we get back to our preview, um, I can't tell you how much I loathe beat the clock matches to establish number one contenders. I, yeah. I just, especially when there's no rivalry amongst any of the teams in there, I felt it was lazy. Well, it's always lazy. Yeah. I mean, you can build up a reason for people to get wins. I mean, instead of just giving Breezango, hey, they got a win. And guess what? They got the win the fastest. Mm-hmm. So let's give them a championship match. At least they didn't just beat the champions. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like they didn't no, go I in mean, there in a one-on-one match and somehow get a fluke win over the champs. Who are the well, champs right now? Who are even the tag team champions? Your favorite tag team, Jay and Jimmy Uso. God. I mean, I knew that, but I just keep trying to forget it. I know. American Alpha beating the former Shining Stars, the Colognes. I'm surprised the Colognes didn't win it, honestly. I mean, Brizongo's that type of team, too, but I'm surprised the Shining Stars didn't win. I thought they looked good. I thought the Colognes looked good in the match. Because the Colognes are fine. The Colognes are fine. They just never, I I mean, come on. They've been the Matadors and the Shining Stars for the last two years, and otherwise they were off TV. They've been nowhere. They've been the Usos. When the Usos first came up for the first like three years and the Usos were nothing, that's what the Shining Stars have been for the last four. Okay. It's unbelievable. And then you go back and look how long Primo has been in this company. I mean, my God. Primo's been around for a while. Doing nothing. Hey, get get paid, get paid, get paid. I mean, yeah, good for him. I mean, JTG might still be in the company. Who knows? Only he had lost his phone. If only. Why did he pick up his phone? (laughs) <laughs> He'll always ask himself that. Um, all right. Well, that was a good 10 minute preview of Enzo big cast versus gals and Anderson. Oh, <laughs> well, we got Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe big grudge match. Uh, Samoa Joe injuring Seth Rollins, almost taking him out of WrestleMania. Now we got the big pay-per-view match. Cause triple H is nowhere to be found. Seth Rollins debuting a new finisher. I think that's a mistake. Why the hell wouldn't you just keep using the pedigree? I mean, you beat Triple H, it's the passing of the torch, the pedigree is over, it's a cool finishing move, and now because Seth Rollins isn't using it anymore, we may not see it for the next 10 years. We might not see it ever again. Seth Rollins should keep using the pedigree as the big finish. Why the heck not? Jeff, tell me where I'm wrong. Oh, no, you're not wrong at all. I mean, I'd much rather you go back to the curb stomp, which is more visually impressive. I never liked it. it had a terrible name. I never liked it. I don't like this because it's basically an Okada Rainmaker ripoff with. Well, okay, yeah, but no one with with a hold on with a guy with the bad knee hitting him with the knee. It's not smart. It is not smart. Why with an injured knee and a knee injury history, would you use the knee as your big finish, especially when you got to be smart enough to know that your opponents are going to go after your knee? They're going to weaken it up. Why would you rely your big finishing move to be on your knee? Why would you rely on that knee? It's dumb. Seth Rollins is dumb. Let's be real. Go all out, Jeff. Go all out. Say he's dumb. Seth Rollins is dumb. Tell the world. I think it's not a very smart move. He's dumb. Now, which member of the McMahon family finally started watching Game of Thrones? Um, I am going to say that none of them have, 
And if I have to pick one, it's, uh, I don't know. What is, uh, Marissa? Is it Marissa McMahon? Shane's wife? Yeah. She's the one who did it. Okay. Marissa and Just Shane. because of all the vernacular coming in with Kingslayer and getting compared to Cersei Lannister, someone in the McMahon family is watching it because they don't get those references out there unless someone in the McMahon family is aware of what they mean. Yeah. I guess. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know they're that just, much they're, about They're not going to say, Game oh, it, it refers to a TV show that's on right now. Although in this company, they, they, they had a promo about the, the Ali Foreman fight on SmackDown. I'm excited for that fight, man. 40 years old. I'm excited for Ali Foreman. I hear a lot about both guys. I'm excited for it. <laughs> I hear it's coming up soon. I hear it's coming up this Saturday in London, Ali Foreman. Um, so yeah, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins is going to get the win, uh, with this knee finisher. Uh, because he's dumb. Yes. I mean, you can be dumb and win matches. You can be stupid, and he's dumb. Mm. This is a stupid finisher. It's dumb. I guess it's not. It's not as dumb as <laughs> landing a pedigree, where you have to uh, you you basically jump and land on both knees. I mean, the pedigree is probably just as dumb. I wish I had a counter for the number of times you use dumb and stupid in that segment. Um, well, I mean, let's be real. I mean, let's uh, let's analyze the smarts of Seth Rollins. It's a quick mm. analysis. There's zero. He's dumb. Yeah. Dumb, no. dumb, 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 you know, I, I don't know about this guy. Uh, Seth Rollins, Samojo, um, Neville and Austin Aries is your cruiserweight championship match. Austin Aries, oddly enough, getting another title match after his WrestleMania loss. Are we getting another Austin Aries loss or are they actually going to drop the title off of Neville, which would also Jeff, be dumb. I concur. This will be match of the night, no matter what. If it's if it's hmm. half as good as the WrestleMania. Um, match. what are you serious? Match of the night? Do you not know what match is happening later on? Tell me. Roman Reigns and Braun <laughs> Strowman are going out there for thirty minutes easy with entrances, and they are going to put on. What I and what folks in the biz like to call a clinic. A clinic. <laughs> it's like you forgot about Roman Braun Strowman. Make better notes, Jeff. Anyway, Neville, Austin Aries. Who wins? Um, I, I agree it would be dumb to give Aries another loss, but I just get the feeling they're going to continue that story for some reason. I'd love, I, I really want Aries to win it here because I think, I think it would be fresh, but... I think they see something in Neville being the king of the cruiserweights. He is the king of the cruiserweights. He's the best one they got. And I like, I like Austin Aries, you know, good enough. Uh, but I don't think they should ever take the title off of Neville. He should be the reigning champion of all time. He should retire the belt. The cruiserweight show should basically be a shrine to Neville. <laughs> what kind of clinic is it going to be, by the way? Well, you know, a... Uh, a clinic where there's, you know, wrestling. Um, a clinic. On- clinic. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> I can't take you anywhere. I know. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things, Rob. It really is. It really is. <laughs> we can't. I mean, this is just all gone downhill. Luckily, oh. there's Upside. Upside.com. Are they a sponsor this week? Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
I'm excited. We got good news today. Lord Timepieces is coming back next week. Oh, good. We yeah. were going to give away one of those watches at one time, and uh, we forgot to do the WrestleMania contest. We did forget the WrestleMania contest. We have this watch. I, I want to, well, I kind of want to keep it. It's a nice watch is the problem. <laughs> Well, no, for the the money for the uh, for the rumble. Oh yeah, to a Lord timepiece. Oh, I still get it to the WrestleMania winner. That's true. Yes, I've been holding on to that. I haven't. I swear, I have not used the winnings because I won the Royal Rumble pool. I won our Royal Rumble pool. Um, I have not used the winnings. It's gone in a lock vault. Uh, We're still trying to figure out a contest for it. Um, Well, we figured one out. We just didn't do it. Next match. Next match. (laughs) Um, the next match I well, who's gonna win? Is it Neville or Austin Aries? Or is it I Drew want, Gulak? I, I want Aries, but I think it's going to be Neville. All right. I want Neville, but I think it's going to be Aries. So okay. I'm on the exact opposite. Uh, yeah, I hope Neville wins. I hope he wins it. And I hope Mustafa Ali is his next challenger. Maybe they'll do a Money in the Bank f- with the Cruiserweights. I mean, it's a SmackDown show, so probably not. But that would no. be cool. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, how would you watch? If you had a Money... Uh, you have to do a Money in the Bank where you, your big world title is on the line. You do, because that's what's going to keep interest. That's what is going to make people watch the show. But you can do two Money in the Banks. I would love a Money in the Bank where it's for a Cruiserweight title shot, specifically. I would love a Money in the Bank where it's for a women's championship shot on any brand. Like, it, it's, a co, it's a co-branded ladder match, SmackDown and Raw. You have the women who aren't the champions right now going up the ladder match, and they can cash in on any championship, not even the one on their brand. That would be exciting. You get uh, you get Charlotte showing back up on a Raw pay-per-view. You got Naomi showing up on a Raw pay-per-view. You got whoever. Oh, I'm, I'm convinced that they're going to be doing a ladder match for the women within the year. I don't know if it's going to be a money in the bank, but there's going to be a one-on-one or a multi-woman match with a ladder. Here's the thing, Jeff. SmackDown gave you the perfect opportunity to again wonder if there will be a War Games match. Could there be a women's <laughs> War Games match? No. No, that was lazy. Oh, we got another angle where all six women are involved in a multi-person. <sighs> okay. You're gonna have, Next match. You're going to have Becky Lynch and Charlotte on the same side once more. Yeah, one of them's turning on the other. I don't know which one. Oh, yet, gee, yeah, man. Always thinking about the negatives. Always thinking about friends stabbing each other in the back. That's what you think about. That's the program they're building. That's why Becky wasn't out there. How pissed are you if you're Scott Dawson? In general? Right now. I mean, let's About face it. Your your no. your buddy, your tag team partner, Dash Wilder, got hurt. Yeah, it sucks. But now your career is on hold. Eh, the perils I of being in a tag team? Is that all of, it is? Of TV for a month where they're just trading wins between team members? I think it'll be fine and fresh for them. I, I'm, I have no problem with this. Because yeah. they overexpose guys from week to week well, I, because I'm, they have a three-hour show. I don't mean to say I have a problem with it. I'm just wondering, if you're Scott Dawson, are you pissed right now? No. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of pissed right now, we have Bailey and Alexa Bliss for the Women's Championship. <laughs> Bailey is your champion. Alexa Bliss is your challenger. Alexa Bliss shutting down the what chance on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Alexa she was Bliss, great. Yeah. Well, she, she was great. You know, don't get me wrong. She was great in that interview segment, but man, that... that uh, go continue. She should win it and retire the women's championship. She should never lose. In fact, WWE this year should just be people holding on to the titles the entire year and then retiring them at WrestleMania next year. Are we going to get a Bailey getting the Daniel Bryan treatment? Um, wh- he's a virgin nerd. Who's okay. never been with a boy before. Well, I don't I, probably know. I mean, no, 
I hope not. I sincerely hope not. Alexa is cool, though. She's been with plenty of boys, I guess. Is that what they're selling? Like, she knows what to do with boys? I have not, no, I'm, I'm walking away from this one. Okay, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just asking. I don't know. I don't know what's that. All I know is Alexa Bliss is a badass, and she should win, and she should retire the belt and never lose until Charlotte comes coming, you know, for, like, win number 17, because that's going to happen very quickly. I, were you a little surprised that Charlotte didn't win the title on SmackDown? I was very surprised that Charlotte didn't win the title on SmackDown. Halfway through, I'm like, this is it. They're just giving her the belt. Yeah. I thought, I thought, okay, the Naomi win was for the cheap hometown pop in Orlando. And now, now it's back to business as usual, but they surprised me. Yeah. Naomi fact, can't have nice like they things. They turned her baby face. Oh uh, yeah. Kind of. I mean, that's what they're going to do Naomi, Charlotte and Becky Lynch going up against the, uh, the evil trio of, uh, is it a trio or are there four of them? No, it's just Tamina, Carmella and Natalia, right? And James Ellsworth. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Who could be the fourth? Who could be going up against James Ellsworth? Who could be the dude that shows up? Oh, no. I think Becky's getting be. an intergender match to take him out. Okay. There shouldn't be a dude that shows up. It should be about the women, but exactly. James Ellsworth is there. So, All right. Anyway, uh, Alexa Bliss. I think Alexa Bliss is winning the title here. I think Alexa Bliss is winning the title as well. How long? Uh, I keep waiting for Sasha Banks to turn on Bailey, but you got to have an opportune time. And I don't know if this is it. I don't know what would be it. I think the I think it's going to be Sasha's going to eventually win it from Alexa and then and then not want to give Bailey a title shot. I think that's how they do it. Dana Brooke and Emma should main event this show. Oh, jeez. Don't do that to me. It's the hottest feud going. I think if there's a match, Emma wins. It's a year in the making. <laughs> it is. Maybe more so than a year in the making. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to talk about it. It's the elephant in the room. It's the match that we uh, don't necessarily want, but it's the match we're getting. And it's no longer for the WWE title. Just all of a sudden that went away. So why the hell are they I, even I doing gonna, it? I thought you were going to swerve me with Hardy's versus Cesaro and Sheamus here. <laughs> You know, Jeff Hardy's still pretty good. Matt Hardy can't move. I mean, I can't believe they gave Matt Hardy a no, singles match on Raw. No, no, no. Go back to House of Horror. I'm fine with that. Let's go. But the House of Horrors match, we have Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Um, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan are nowhere to be found. They're on SmackDown. They're seemingly going to be barred from the building. I mean, come on. It's a, it's a Raw pay-per-view. You just, you just can't show up if you're a SmackDown guy. Unless, of course, you're Randy Orton and you have the title. But now... He is wrestling on a Raw pay-per-view without putting mm-hmm. the title on the line. Mm-hmm. He's just having a match on the show. Yeah. Like, if you're Kurt Angle, you pulled off some pretty amazing juju to get this match. Or maybe you just want to get rid of him. Get rid of who, Bray? No, get rid of Randy. Yeah, is Take this smart on Daniel Bryan's part? Like, hey, yeah, Raw, you can you can take our big champion, our moneymaker, and just throw him in this crazy match where he has the chance to get murdered. Or buried alive. You know what? I honestly think this match is going to be a buried alive match. Bury him in the house. In the house? In the house of whores. Mm. Throw it in will, there. Will, will there be a f- phone call that's coming from inside the house at any point in this house of whores match? Oh, dude, that'd be so cool. <laughs> Who would be on the other line? Steve Steve Austin outside of Randy's house. <laughs> or no, Triple H. I meant, oh, there you go. Man, I Without thought you were going to say. Back to that. 
I thought you were going to say Steve Urkel and that would have been the winner. Steve Urkel would have been good too. Why the hell not? What's Jaleel White doing these days? Or Stefan even. It could be both. It'll be twins. I don't know, man. I don't know if people would get the Stefan. You got to be Steve Urkel. (laughs) Do people know who Steve Urkel is still? No, probably not. It's a dated reference. We should move on. If you're under 25, I wonder if you know who (laughs) Steve Urkel is. Um, I don't know what this match is going to be. No one knows what this match is going to be. We're just going to watch it. We're going to we're gonna it's wonder. just gonna be a hard. It's gonna be a hardcore match in a house. I think that's all it's gonna be. Do they and wrestle? I have a ref. So what? Where is this house going to be? Is it inside the building? Is it gonna be like a staged prop where there's just a house by the stage? Are they gonna be it's in gonna, the ring? Is there gonna be a house covering the ring? Is it like a cage with you know plastic and and uh, cardboard and whatever? It's gonna be the last house on the left. Yes, it's gonna be. I it's gonna be some filmed vignette that eventually comes back into the ring. I think. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd love for it to be like the old Tower of Doom, but it ain't gonna be that either. It probably will not be the Tower of Doom. I think you have that one right on, sir. Finally, it is, it is not going to be the Tower. I'm gonna put that on the uh, Twitter feed. Jeff Hawkins says this match will not be Tower of Doom. <laughs> and Randy's gonna win, right? I mean, it's fairly well. Obvious. I mean, if the match isn't for the title anymore. It's not that fairly obvious. Bray Wyatt wins the feud. Randy Orton goes back. Bray Wyatt uh, moves on to who? Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose. Finn Balor. Could be Finn Balor. Finn Balor and The Miz seem like they're going. uh, It it looks like we're getting Finn Balor and Miz. We might get Bray Wyatt and uh, we could get Bray Wyatt and Miz. I don't know. Roman. I don't know what that. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Nope. Everything's thrown together. I mean, one of the top matches on the show are two guys who will not be feuding after this, have barely been feuding because they've been on opposite shows. We just get vignette after vignette and no longer for the title. There is not a world title match on this pay-per-view. The main title being defended is the U.S. Championship. Maybe the Raw Women's Championship, if you want to look at it that way. But there's no world title match on the show. Is it a mistake that Brock Lesnar isn't around? Or that they gave him the world title? it's not a mistake in that he's off TV. So he's special. He's special. He's special. He's special. I, I mean, I'm surprised they did it again. You got separate tours. Now you have a SmackDown tour. You have a raw tour. Randy Orton's defending the title on the SmackDown tour, but your raw tour main events are right now. Still Kevin Owens. No, it's Roman Reigns. Yeah. Roman Roman Reigns is the main attraction. He is the star in the making. Well, let's How talk about you, it. Sir. Let's talk How about it. What well, have we got there yet? We still have the we still have the tag team title match to go, and the Kevin Owens Chris Jericho match. Well, yeah, we're going to end the show with two title matches. Okay, fine. You think they main event Roman and Braun? Yes. As the last match on the show. Yes. All right. Well, who wins it then? Because Braun Strowman's got momentum. I mean he he was so devastating. To Roman Reigns, he took him out. He shoved him in an ambulance and tipped the ambulance over. That Roman Reigns suffered a separated shoulder mm. and has been out of action ever since. May have even chipped a tooth. And of course, they WWE brought in the personal tragedy angle too, which I felt was tasteless, but nevertheless, um, I think Roman wins probably. I would say more than probably. I mean, hell, you referenced it earlier. Braun Strowman lost to Callisto this week. Now, I don't really see that as that big of a loss because, hell, I mean, it was a fluke. You know, it's one of those funny things, and it gave Braun more anger to go dominate. And you realize 
who the better man is. It's Braun Strowman. I mean, so what? He stumped, He stepped in a dumpster. Who cares? I just thought it was dumb. I, I don't care about the win and loss here. I just think it's dumb to do that that way because it doesn't help either guy. Do you think it gives Callisto too much confidence? You think Callisto's just going to keep going up and challenging big dudes? Because it's like, yeah, you remember that one time I beat Braun Strowman? Hooray. Oh, yeah. It worked for the Baron Corbin feud, too. Yeah, it worked for Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin suspended <laughs> for his antics on Talking Smack. Yes. Shocking. Well, he shoved a ref. He shoved a ref. Can't shove refs, Miller. man. Can't shove refs. That's like number one rule. Mm. Can't do it. Number two rule. You can't out JBL as a bully. <laughs> you will get gone real, real quick. Uh, yeah, Roman Reigns is going to win. Probably. I mean, that's how it does. I feel like I've seen this match a lot. It's happened on Raw a lot. The Undertaker kind of uh, moved Braun Strowman's focus a little bit away from Roman, but now they're right back to it because the Undertaker's gone forever. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns gets the win. Uh, Hardy's and Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, again, stunned. Matt Hardy got a singles match on Raw this week. But you got Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, against Cesaro and Sheamus. You got Matt Hardy up on the Twitter teasing more of the broken Matt Hardy stuff, which I don't think may, I don't really think that means anything for WWE because I don't think we're seeing broken Hardy. I mean, I know I got called out on Twitter like, I can't believe you have that take. It's so obvious he's going to be broken Matt Hardy at some point. Is it? Is it that obvious that he's going to be broken Matt Hardy? The guy's doing the mannerisms almost as a, uh, not really an FU to WWE, but a like, hey, people remember this gimmick. I want to do this gimmick. You don't want to do it, but I'm going to throw it on TV anyway. That's what I feel Matt Hardy's doing. I don't think broken Matt Hardy's coming in. I do. And I think it happens after this match because I think Cesaro and Sheamus probably turn heel. And they, they end up just really putting it to Matt Hardy. And they're pretty much heel already. You go yeah, up, you but, go up but, against the Hardys, your your heels. Well, you know, they played up the 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 arguing and then eventually the reluctant handshake. I think I think the handshake goes out the window this this time. I think Cesaro and Sheamus probably win the titles and uh and turn heel. All right, winning the titles. Hardy's uh yeah, you, well, you can't, I mean, you can't split up the Hardys at this point. No. You got a lot of mileage for them. So what, you have just broken Matt Hardy running around with Jeff mm-hmm. Hardy trying to keep him in check? Yep. I don't, think, any, development. I don't think people would get it. I mean, I don't think. I think it's a reboot. It's a retcon. And they're going back to issue number one for the origin story, Rob. If you say so. I do. All right. Uh, the main event of the show, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, the main event because I say so, U.S. Tri- uh, US Championship. If Chris Jericho wins, he goes to SmackDown. Lucky you, Chris Jericho. If Kevin Owens wins, he gets to take his belt home and keeps wearing suits and might mm-hmm. shave his beard one more time. And he moves on because what is Chris Jericho moving on to? Or what is Kevin Owens moving on to? A U.S. title match with AJ Styles. That'll be a cool match. You're going to have AJ Styles and Kevin Owens underneath Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton at WWE Payback or WWE Backlash, the other revenge show happening in Chicago. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles and Kevin Owens is a cool match. It's going to be for the U.S. title. Chris Jericho ain't going to SmackDown. This is one of the more predictable matches I think we've had all year. Let it end, man. Yeah, it's ending here. I thought the segment with Dean Ambrose on uh, Raw was pretty funny. 
Did you? I did. I liked it. I liked how we took him off the list and just uh, nonchalantly put that, him back on one, the list. That one was good. Okay, that one was good. I I, I meant the opening I mean, segment with Dean dueling Am- talk shows. No, 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 not was, with the talk shows. Just the uh, the segment backstage. Yeah. Yes, no, that one I liked. I, I agree with you there. Dean Ambrose the, is the, a geek. Off the list, on the list. Yeah. And we're talking like about it. we're talking about Neville retiring the belt. We're talking about Alexa Bliss retiring the belt. Dean Ambrose should just retire and give the belt away to anybody. Give it away to Callisto. I don't care. Better served. Dean Ambrose is done. Go live your life in Vegas. <laughs> Get off my TV. Is Becky Lynch just a more charming Dean Ambrose at this point? I don't believe so. In terms so, of her kind of nonchalantness, too. I'm, I mean, I'm enter- I love her. No, I'm entertained by Becky Lynch matches. I am. No, yeah, that, no, that's true. That's I very, dread watching Dean Ambrose have to wrestle. I really do. Oh, yeah. No, it, it seems so pedantic to me. There's a word. Pedantic. It's like, it's like watching, uh, I mean, really, Ascension matches. It's just as bad. Maybe worse. It, they just feel very rote and formula to me. What are you looking? I mean, I know Neville and Austin Aries is your pick for match of the night. What are you looking most forward to on WWE Payback? That or, I, you know what? I'd like to see. want to see what Bailey can get out of Alexa Bliss. I do. I'm, I'm interested in that because I think Alexa's improved. I just don't know how much. And I know that there are some people that have kind of been. When she was on SmackDown, they were kind of crapping on her work a bit, and uh, I, I want to see how much being on SmackDown helped Alexa Bliss uh, improve. This week we had uh, we had quite a few polls up on the Twitter feed at Shake Them Ropes. You can join in the conversation and vote in these polls by following Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. Would you watch the Purge Roman Reigns if WWE <laughs> Films made it? of the audience said yes. 29% said, what is the purge? Mm. What is you watched watched number three, didn't you? Um, You I haven't finished it all. I have not finished it all. I started watching election year. I've watched the first two movies. I hate that. I've seen both movies and I hate that. I I want to watch the third one. You should hate yourself. I do. I I really do. I, I always hate about this. I feel the same way about the saw franchise. Uh, Oh yeah. I've, I've only ever seen the first two. Of the Saw movies. I just can't. I just, it's just, no, I, I can't. It I always feel sp- bad when I watch these types of movies because I realize like I shouldn't be watching. Like, people shouldn't be watching these types of movies. You know what? I used to love like the most dangerous game type movies, you know, kind of the fun ones like the running man and hard target and surviving the game and things like that. And then, then I watched battle Royal and I, and I started to turn a bit on these types of movies. I know that they're different somehow, but and then like the Belkin experiment, I just went, nah, it's too close to real life. I can't, I can't handle that. I just, I mean, it's a movie. Like I watched John wick and I'm like, I like John wick and I hate myself for it, but it was so good. And I'm like, well, I'm, oh, it's it an hour. Oh yeah. But it's an hour of people just shooting all over the place. Like I, I don't, I always hate celebrating stuff yeah, but like it's, that. It's, it's, it's done without insulting intelligence, which I liked about John wick. It's like everybody, there wasn't that crappy exposition in there it's like everybody knew the world they were in so you could just kind of lose yourself yeah i agree to this violence ain't my thing but I, i'm more against gore than violence I, I can't gore like screaming in pain while your innards are like Ugh. taken out by a machine i know that's not my jam man it's why it's why kane had to retire <laughs> what is robin's best song 
Let's call your girlfriend. 54% of the audience said dancing on my own. They're wrong. It's call your girlfriend. Go ahead and give your <laughs> poll. Okay. What's a worse theme? The new NXT theme or UFC's face the pain? 65% said face the pain. 35% said the new NXT theme. Was the Shinsuke Nakamura Dolph Ziggler segment on SmackDown good? Oh, 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 oh. oh no. No, it wasn't. It was not. 68% said no. It wasn't oh, good. Man. They, the artist. The artist. He views Shinsuke. him as an eccentric weirdo. That's, that's his gimmick now. So every time that Shinsuke Nakamura's name is said, uh, my girlfriend watches uh, when I have it on and she's like reading her book and she's not even watching the show. She's not paying attention, but someone will say Shinsuke Nakamura and she giggles. And the one time, no, I, I finally <laughs> asked her, why are you giggling every time, every time we're watching this guy come out? He's like, all I can hear is shit stain Nakamura. Oh, and, and I'm like, okay, all right. All, all I can hear is production notes from Dunn and McMahon saying, Oh, he's a Michael Jackson clone. That's his gimmick. He's a Michael Jackson tribute act. I'm just, oh man, that, that, that promo was death. Get to the match. Now here's the thing. All right. I, I understand the viewpoint of people who say we should not blame Shinsuke Nakamura for overacting. He's just, it's, it's new to him, right? The WWE is new to him. Shinsuke Nakamura overreacting to every single Dolph Ziggler word made that segment awful to me. It wasn't Dolph Ziggler. Shinsuke Nakamura made that segment awful. And I love Shinsuke Nakamura. I thought Shinsuke was doing a good job with that kind of Clint Eastwood squint thing where he's just kind of looking at him like, are you really talking this way to me? I thought that was all right. No, he was definitely doing that. But like he was just, he was mouthing back words. He was wondering, what the hell are you doing? But he's doing it in the most awful way. The segment overall was just terrible. It was terrible on all accounts. Like what if you're one of those who's the Miz, by the way, well, yeah, that's um, what he was channeling. well, cause the Miz is gone. So someone has to be the Miz. Okay. I mean, someone has to be. So now it's Dolph Ziggler's turn. Like Dolph Ziggler and the Miz feuded. And now Dolph Ziggler's like, you know what? That worked for you. I should just take your gimmick and be it's like a Highlander. He took his spirit after he took his head or something that, okay. It was awful, but I blame all parties involved. Everyone who was involved with that segment, every single person. Writer should be shot. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.